It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson. I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Uh, hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray is not here today. He is a sicky poo. myself when I think of you. No, that's not it. That's totally not it. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. It was the loudest that music's ever played. I can almost not even hear you. I just cranked it. Nobody wants to hear me talk. They want to hear the the film rage intro music. That's (laughs) all they want. Without Murray being the governor. (laughs) Now, I'm telling you, this is going to be the loudest episode ever. Ever. All right. If it's too loud, you're too old. That's right. Like we are. Isn't that right, Jenny? Well, thanks to all been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash filmrageyyc. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film. And if I play it anywhere in the world, and it's not a children's movie, we will watch it. Now. Let's get to region. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadows Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie planned? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. not here and we're still gonna get some predictions yes the merman texted me those predictions too sweet nice. even from his deathbed where he has i think anal bleeding and mouth sores and some kind of vaginal yeast infection in his armpits or something i don't know he's he's huh. really sick so interesting and then he still went and saw a movie with me <laughs> so I'm like <laughs> the other night so i'm like dude were you trying to kill me or what <laughs> like mm. whatever that's going wrong with him so this is the merman's predictions are you ready for this okay so the two movies we watched this week are night swim yes and American fiction. That is true. Those are the two movies we watched. And Murray made it real simple for us. Oh, yeah. He went Night Swim, Rage Rage, yep. and American fiction, Mondo Mondo. <laughs> so he's on either end of the spectrum this week. All right. So who would have thought? That was mean, our, those are some sound predictions. Those are some sound predictions. Whether they're right, let's find out. Yes. There was no math. You didn't predict any math this week. Oh, whatever. We're either going to love it or hate it. This is a love it or hate it week. Mondo Rage. 
I'm, you know, I'm kind of surprised that uh, we didn't get a third movie we could watch this week. Is mm. that maybe Murray would have guessed one of each? Oh, that would have been nice, wouldn't the, it? The trifecta. Trifecta. We don't get very many trifectas, and we've had a lot Ooh. of three movie weeks. So, yeah. Well, see if we get the bi bisexual um, ratings this week. Maybe. The what? Isn't it? Oh, it's by by Pac? By what? What is it? It's by something. Yes. It's just by. <laughs> so by. So by. So we got to see American Fiction. Yes. In cinemas. Yeah. Directed by Court Jefferson, starring Jeffrey Wright. Man, Jeffrey Wright's good. Uh, basically, it's about a novelist. What? going on. I know, I know you want the music to be loud, but I can't hear anything you're saying. That's all right. <laughs> if it's too loud, you're I'm too t- old. I, I am too old. I want to hear your sweet, dulcet tones. Now that there's not the sound of diarrhea coming out of your ass, I eh. can hear your voice now. Yeah, we could go into that if you want to, but yeah, no, I've had a rough couple of weeks with uh, <laughs> with my bum hole. Yep, and not in a good way. No, it's just the, the wrong... Uh, 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 the wrong kind of bad for your bunghole yeah the wrong consistency let's say has been coming out of it yeah it's been just water but <laughs> and not good no. no i made the mistake of taking some emodium don't do that if you got food poisoning it just delays the inevitable yep you know what i'm kind of want to see a movie with that in it now but mm. you know on that note, what did you think of American Fiction? Ah, uh, so stars Jeffrey Wright, directed by Cord Jefferson. Uh, story of a novelist who's kind of fed up with what's been going on with uh, how blacks are being portrayed in, in novels and whatnot, and uh, decides to uh, pull one over on the old establishment by writing a a uh, a novel that is very. Stereotyped black. Yeah, stereotyped. Very stereotyped, yeah. just ridiculously over the top as a total joke and surprise, surprise, the editors and the, the loved it. The, the, all the all white the, people. All the white people. All the all the uh, publishing houses were like all over it. They want to make a movie out of it. Um, the exact opposite happens, of course, and that's what leads to all sorts of stuff. Um, real solid cast. Um, Jeffrey Wright is just so, so good every time we see him. Um, this time he's Thelonious Monk Ellison. Um, and the guy can, I've never seen him in a role where I've said that's not the person that should play, be Mm. playing that. And this is once again, he's just so solid in this. Um, there's just been, there's so many people that pop up in this movie that you're like, wow, that's like, uh, his, his, um, agent John Ortiz pops yep. up and is so good. Um, Sterling K Brown, every time we see him, it's, it's just amazing. And he's amazing as well. Um, he plays his brother in this Clifford. Keith David, like Keith he David, plays a very yeah. small bit. He's but. just in it for a little bit. Adam Brody actually has a very, well, not that small a role, but I didn't even recognize him in the first scene for some reason. And then when I saw him for the second time, I was like, oh, that's Adam Brody. <laughs> <laughs> and he is so funny in this. Yep. Um, it's just a solid cast all the way around. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't, uh, didn't uh, mention his, um, uh, I guess it was their, I don't know if their housekeeper took care of his mother. I don't know what you want to call her. Um, but her name uh, is Myra Lucretia Taylor. Um, she, yeah. she was Lorraine, Lorraine in this. Yeah. And she was so amazing. Like, I just I just love this lady. I just wanted to hug her the I whole know, time right? she was on the screen. She's, it was like yeah. one of those characters that it's like she's yeah. she's the mom of that house for sure. But it's it, this movie as it rolls along just just made me laugh so hard at so many different times. Um, it is just in your face. It's such a refreshing movie, and I absolutely adored it. Um, this was this was Mondo for me. What? Apparently, the merman predicted you. Yeah. Well. Well, let's find out what what I thought of this. Mm. Fuck, this book is fantastic. I mean, movie was fantastic. I mean, it was written so clever. When I was watching it, the word that 
only could come to my mind was clever. Jeffrey Wright, as you said, was so amazing in this. Um, I think to your point about that, I mm-hmm. think what was so good, what's so good about him is I put him in the same camp as Tom Hardy in the fact that when you see him in the movie, mm-hmm. in whatever movie he's in, you can't imagine that he is a real person. He is the character that he's playing. Yep. He does that in every single role he's in yep. and just knocks it out of the park. It, he's he's just... And this is a side of him I've never seen, actually, because mm-hmm. usually he has... Um, I don't want to say he's characterized a little bit, but he, he has such a high intellect in most of the times when you see him in other movies. But, I mean, he still has it in he this. Still has but that, he's, yeah. he shows so much more diversity to his depth of his character in this, yeah. right? Like, he's a flawed, flawed, flawed character. Yeah. And his his intelligence cannot save him. I, I love I how... Th- I think it's his, his intelligence that what kind of brings him down. Yeah, it is a little bit, for sure. Uh, I love how... They have these little moments of truth throughout the film that's tossed in to show the human side of each of the characters. The first one that made me laugh, like uncontrollably laugh, was Jeffrey Wright's character is asked to take a break from teaching because apparently he is offending white allies to black causes (laughs) (laughs) because of the N-word in particular. Yeah. He, his one line he goes is he's like I'm over it you should probably too it's <laughs> <laughs> like okay how do you how do you respond to that um, and there's there's a time so he's out to catch a cab and he's on the phone talking to somebody and he's like he's like t- explaining the fact that he's you know asked to take a take a break and he's like he's like I don't even see race and then a cab like he's hailing a cab as he's doing that the cab drives right past him and picks up this white dude across the street and i'm just laughing my ass off it's just just, so well written i know and there's so many moments like that throughout the movie that it's like it's like it's not it it's anger filling if you let it like i imagine i imagine i'm i'm actually curious to to get some feedback some of our black listeners because i'd love to know what they they think of this movie because for me it was like yeah well even it, even when he's in the audience there and he he's standing and then the white woman like stands up right in front I of know. him and blocks him out, I know, blocks him out <laughs> and she's clapping like yeah. a crazy person and he's just like ugh, rolling his eyes um i know maybe sh- i shouldn't be saying this uh but his plight of trying to elevate black characters above stereotypes is what I've been saying for years. I'm like, stop making movies that stereotype people. And we even talked about it last week. It's like, or maybe it was last week or the week before, but talking about how now they're on this trip of let's put black characters as the bad guys. I'm like, what is this? Is this like, is this, you know, just give them characters that like two of your movies in your top 10 last year were made by black filmmakers Mm -hmm. that were just people who were bl- happened to be black doing amazing things. Yep. And and this is a movie that I think really helps to do that. Um, the director, writer, uh, is it Cord Jefferson? Is Cord that who Jefferson, yeah. Yeah. Um, how, he, how he was able to keep this together and, and have such an a intelligent and clever story is just so brilliant. I found the the story quite refreshing and humorous and poking fun at all us whiteies in such a funny way, but also about American society in general and seeing Leslie Uggams, who we don't see enough of. Mm. Like, I I think, you know, she's just been coming in more things. Mm -hmm. It's like she was sort of forgotten for a couple of decades and seeing her come back in movies like, um, what's Murray's dude, Ryan... Ryan Reynolds movie. Was she in Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, she was the he. She was his blind roommate. Oh yeah, in yeah. The, yeah the dead Deadpool. Pool. Yeah, so seeing her in movies like this. How can I like forget this? that she was in that? I don't know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> she's 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 just brilliant in this too. Like she has so much range as well. This yeah. This this film is plain and simple. A great piece of American fiction that also happens to be Mondo. Yes. I have a a bit to unpack as well what did you think of the music in this the music was so different than any movie i think i've seen in the last 10 years mm. i don't even know how to exp- 
describe it because it, it was very eclectic. Yeah. But at the same time, the the undertone of the soundtrack was kind of like, um, not baroque, um, like a like kind of like an orchestral, but like jazz orchestral or something like yeah. that. I can't even describe it. it it blended in very well. It wasn't like a. It didn't ever take center stage for me. It was always yeah. And yeah. But there I, was scenes where the music was there. and yeah, where it was. And you'd hear it, and you'd go. I'd go like, wow, that was yeah. like I never would have pictured that as a transition song, but it worked. Yeah. No, everything worked in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't make a oh yeah misstep. Um. Yeah. The the thing that also made me laugh the most was kind of the closing scene mm. where. He's he's like, who's gonna play me in the movie? And he's like, oh, probably Tyler Perry. And then they both start laughing, and I'm like, are they both laughing for the same reason that you and I would laugh at that? They because, are, I think. I, might, I hope so because that was that was made me laugh like uncontrollably yeah. as I left the the theater. I couldn't stop. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. This was excellent movie. If you got a chance to see American Fiction, it's two hours well spent. Yeah. Absolutely. I wish it was probably another three hours, but <laughs> it is what it I is. I tell you, hanging out with those characters is awesome. Yeah. Loved and, him, loved the brother, and, loved the mother. And it's some just, of them are not 100% likable. Like, nope. he's not 100% likable. They all, um, well, they're all, they all have their flaws. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's that's what's so nice about this movie is that they all have their flaws, but, at, at, you know, at the heart, they're all they're all good people. Yeah, they, they are. They all mean well. The, it was like one of the lines that says to Wright's girlfriend the one time is that um, something about, you know, it, getting to know this family. Oh. He, he said something along the lines of, is that, you know, they'll break you or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Which is kind of like, yeah, by the time he gets to the end, he's like, yeah, okay, I can see that. <laughs> yes, this family's going to destroy you. At first, you're like, he's just an ass. Yeah. But then <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> Apparently it's true. Yes. Well, yet so far, I, yet I love them all. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so Murray's batting a thousand already. Yeah. Can you bat a thousand with two hits? I don't. Is that a thing? Yeah, two hits equals a thousand. Okay. Mondo. Mondo. There we go. Nice. All right. Well, we went to go see. A movie called Night Swim, and this is the one that I went with Murray while he was having his night sweats mm. as he was sick and hopefully trying to pass on his sickness to me, but apparently it didn't work because uh, I'm not sick. That's good because I have no intention of getting sick again for a while. Me neither. Plus, I literally have no sick days left at work. Uh-oh. Yeah, well, whatever. Okay, so Night Swim. Yes. Evil pool water. From fresh, life-giving magic water mm. that needs a sacrifice. Mm. Now you know the entire story. But first, you spend basically an hour of boringness, followed by ludicrousness and predictability, mm. with one of the most annoying actors of our age, Wyatt Russell. Well, maybe not for whatever reason he really annoyed me in this movie. Like, I... I maybe don't hate him as much, but in this movie, I really hated. I didn't like him. I don't know if I didn't like his character, or I just didn't like his acting, or yeah. or what it was. But he was not. He was fine. He was poopy. I, I thought yeah. him. I found him very poopy. Yeah. Well. The rest of the cast, I felt, was like okay, I guess. Uh, but in this, what seemed like either rated G or maybe PG at the at the most horror film mm -hmm. it had one jump scare a bunch of terrible makeup mm -hmm. and a story so thin you would think a pool cover is thicker than this annoying and completely boring film mm. in case you missed it i've already said boring twice mm. sorry now three times mm. imagine the stupidest idea of a horror movie just like the trailer promises and that's exactly what you get for almost an hour and 45 minutes. The trailer was a, probably a good prediction of what an hour and 38 minutes was going to be like. But it felt like three hours because it was so completely boring. This pool party, I got no Speedos, no topless piranha double Ds, and not one ounce of joy. 
it was a super duper rage. I hated this movie. I kept looking at my watch going, when is this going to end? Hmm. What'd you think of Night um, Swim? Not the song by R.E.M. Yeah, I was disappointed. I thought this was going to be a documentary about this Night Swimming, the song by R.E.M., but it's Night Swim, which I didn't oh, realize. Oh, that's why it was the Ming that yeah, would have so made then it I, better. The title came up and I'm like, wait a second. It's not Night Swimming. It's Night Swim. That's totally different. Yeah. Do you remember the trailer of this, by the way? Yeah, the trailer looked bad. Yeah. And uh, the movie lived up to the trailer. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of Wyatt Russell. I don't know what it is about the guy. He's, I don't know, he's probably fine. And maybe someday I'll warm up to him. But I've never been. He doesn't have any range. That's what I think it is. He doesn't yeah. have any range. He, he has this one note character that, you know, you've heard me say it. He's, he's at best a a root vegetable but yeah. you know you could replace him with anybody like there's nothing you would say like in contrast to jeffrey Wright, he's he's pulling this movie along with the most boring character and the most boring story yeah i uh it's yeah it's it's a it's not a good movie um you know what i took out of it is that apparently i don't understand if you're gonna if you're gonna like rid of a kid why wouldn't you why wouldn't you get rid of a kid that's like all sick and stuff but i guess she wanted her son instead of her daughter I but guess. i guess it was a movie about sacrifice i guess so she sacrificed her daughter well, so I, that her son could well no i think i think what it was because the same sort, sort of thing well it was it was kind of like a wishing well type it deal. was a wishing well but she didn't know i think it was a wishing well until she'd already made the wish to get her son better and then she yeah, and basically then, she then, got then, she got possessed. The, well, she got possessed, and then, and then, but she, then knew she, was, she was okay with. She it. was still kind of possessed. Yeah, but she was okay with Alfred because she's probably still possessed by the water. Oh, so you're possessed forever by the water. Was that uh, why she? That's why, that's she, why was she was like, was, yeah, like black bleeding. stuff was yeah, coming yeah, out yeah, of her. Yeah, yeah, of course it's in her. Because she didn't cough it out like Wyatt Russell. Okay, did. so Wyatt Russell coughed it out, and that's yeah. what makes him not not possessed. possessed and then that's why he mm -hmm. decided to mm -hmm. sacrifice mm -hmm. himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, did I just do a spoiler? Yeah, you know what? This movie's a spoiler. <laughs> like, you know what? Here's my here's my take on spoilers, everybody. Yeah. We, we still have a lot of listeners that listen to us and say, I kind of watch the movie before I listen to you guys now because <laughs> simple fact that we do sometimes put spoilers in, but we try not to put too many spoilers. I, I would say that we, we put spilers in movies that are crap and we just, we're, we watched them so you don't have, have to. to. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I feel. Like I don't want to spoil so, Mondo's. Yeah. But like I'm not going to sit there and spoil the ending of something that was awesome, but if something's garbage, I mean, I might as well tell you, you know, what happened so you don't yeah. have to watch it yourself. Yeah, just don't see this movie. Like, watch the trailer and then be annoyed by it because it's stupid. Mm. And then don't see the movie. Just, if you really want to get annoyed again, just watch the trailer again. It's it's the same trailer, too. Like, they didn't build a second trailer yeah. because they thought this one is really annoying. Someone's going to not want to see this movie. What did happen that was positive is because it was about a wishing well, basically. Mm -hmm. I uh, I decided to listen to Wishing Well by Phantom Planet afterwards, oh, okay. which I really like that what song. About, good, what about Terrence Trent Darby's Wishing Well? Do you like that song? Uh, yeah, too? I don't like it as much. I still like it. Terrence I, Trent yeah, Darby's pretty good. I'm not a big good. fan of Terrence Trent Darby. Eh. I like him. I'll take Phantom Planets. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm not debating Jason that. Schwartzman on drums? Yeah, Come yeah. on. No, no. I'm not, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm agreeing with you, but yes. I still like the Terrence Trent Darby. All right. I, I do. I, I let's put it this way. I like I it way better than this movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, long, Is there anything long, else long, you want to say long, about this? Long story short. Uh, what was this called again? Night Swim without <laughs> night, the Ming. Night Swim was a rage. Oh, bada bing, bada boom. And uh, congratulations, Merman. Rage! Rage! Yeah, you know, here's the thing with these. Did, did you not find this was like rated G? Like, I feel like that you could have five-year-olds watch yeah. this and there's, there's nothing scary about. Yeah. Like, we've complained about pg-13 or uh, 814a or whatever this was by at, at most pg yeah like it actually i'm gonna i'm gonna say that the concept was kind of cool with the whole wishing well aspect and how they could get made in swimming pool and blah 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 and that 
It's not the worst concept ever. Really? No, it's, it's, I've never seen anything quite like it. I don't know. It felt like Amityville Horror meets nah. Poltergeist or something. Eh. It was, no. It, it was, was an original concept. It was, was just, it? it was poorly executed. It's a pool. It, like, I know. Who, but it wasn't just a pool. Yeah. It was an evil pool. Yeah. Anyways, it was bad. Inanimate objects that are evil. I don't know. I'm trying to. Nobody put even. A nobody I'm really. I'm trying does to. Does anybody put a even die in this? Well, things. sort of, but. Uh, and then, yeah. Oh, that, no, well, no, I don't know that they're dead though. I'm confused by that. It could they might not because it seemed like he was he. At some point, they could have like pulled someone out, but didn't. I don't even know what was going on. Yeah, it was pretty confusing. Yeah. So People, are they like? And the, and then they, it was called Night Swim, but then the. So the monster would sometimes come during the during day. During the day, and it then would possess him things. in the like the, the the game of whatever it's called, where you got the person on your Marco shoulders. Polo? Oh no, the wrestling um, yeah, I don't know thing what, in chicken, the water, chicken, chicken water chicken or something, fight? water chicken. Yeah, something Anyways, like that. So that was during the day. Yeah, so it, uh, it shouldn't have been called night swim. Called night it should have been called evil pool. Evil, <laughs> evil stupid fucking pool. Evil stupid bleepity blanking pool. Yeah, that's what it. That's my new nickname for it. Yes. Right. Or 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 what's uh, you're in trouble with this pool? You're like as in because people pee in the pool yeah, all the time. Else. Someone just peed too much in the pool and it became yes. evil. That's that would have been a way better plot. The pool is a ninety nine percent pee pee. <laughs> That's right. It's That's, except for in this case, it was more like ninety nine percent poo poo. Yes. Yeah. This is poop. It was not good. All right. It's oh. unanimous. Oh. All right. I don't even know where we're going from here. I guess we're going right into our rages. Is there no Merman Minute? Huh, we can. Um, oh, wait. Merman actually did give us a rating for this. Let's save it for the Merman Minute. Oh, okay. Well. Because we want to hear the music. Yeah. Okay. So let's do a little uh, Merman Minute then. Crank it up. <laughs> seem to be double tapping everything today. I double just tap. Just can't hit something once. I got you a wanted little to, stutter start to everything we're doing. You want to double tap that movie, I think, is why. Uh, maybe. Um, so, two things for the Merman. Number one, if Merman was here, we both predict that he would have wanted to talk about the Golden Globes. Yes. Which we're not going to because we don't give a flying fuck about the Golden Globes. Yeah, you're not here, Merman, so yeah. suck it. Suck it, baby. Uh, but instead of Instead of having Merman tell his rating when we were reviewing Night Swim, yes. we're going to put it in the Merman Minute. Okay. And Murray actually didn't hate this as much as us. Really? He gave it a man. Oh. So if you like rated G horror movies about evil pool, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. then you're in for a surprise. See how I did there again? I did. He gave it a man. Meh. Well. That's his prerogative. That's right. And hopefully we get the Merman back next week. Merman. Because I think there's a movie coming out this weekend Is there? that he probably wants to see. Oh, that's exciting. I know, right? I really dig this music. Yeah, man. I feel like um, Banshees of Inishirin or something going on right now. Yeah. Or we should get Enya in here and sing a few tunes yeah for those of you who are missing your merman you can always send us something on social media to wish the merman well wishes that would be nice temperature rising vision blurring rage taking over Rated G horror movie. I don't even know what that is. I mean, we've raged about PG-13 and uh, 
<laughs> adult uh, 14A movies, but this is the first rated G horror this movie I think I've ever by seen. By the way, this wasn't rated G. It was totally rated G. I've seen, I've, I think the first 20 minutes of Bambi was scarier than this. The first the 10 minutes The official rating of this is PG-13, Jim. Ugh. PG-13. First just, off. Not just PG. First off. PG-13. First first off. That's that's more. No. That's more PG if this than is, PG-13. If this is PG-13. PG-13 is more PG than regular PG. I don't know. I, this... Um, Poltergeist, which was rated PG, I think, originally, was scarier than this movie. Yes. And like I said, Up, the first tw- 20 minutes of Up, I was scared. Because mm. his wife died. There's another spoiler for you. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. It happens at the beginning. That's right. Very you beginning blink and she's dead. That's it, right. Which is very sad because I was very invested in her by the time yeah. she went away. And Wait. I was like, what are you doing to me? Did you? I'm blubbering like an idiot. So you okay? Like so you did. In. You did cry. Good. I don't know. I maybe. still cry when I watch that movie every time. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Sorry, I just wanted to not talk about Night Swim again, because it's literally like a rated G film. Anybody that does see it, I'd love to know your take on it. Who yes. watch it with a four-year-old and tell me if they got scared? I might even watch it with my grandson. I think there he's like not even a two yet. And yeah. He's probably not going to be scared at all. There you go. I don't. It's a good idea. Yeah, I'm just throwing all my hate towards Night Swim. I don't, I don't like that horror movie, and I don't want them to make a Night Swim too. So don't go watch it. Hmm. All right. Nothing's really made me rage other than Imodium this week. Uh, that could be it. Okay, my rage is Imodium. I mean, come on. I've got I got some food poisoning. I'm peeing out my bum hole. So someone says, take some Imodium. It'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. No, no. It doesn't take care of it. I never take anything like this. I'm not big on pills. So it says to like start with two pills. And I'm like, the, the hell I'm going to start with two pills. That ain't happening. So I break one and a half and I swallow it. That's fine. The, the diarrhea goes away almost immediately. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling pretty good. So then I'm like, well, maybe I should eat because I'm feeling pretty weak because I've just had diarrhea for like a day. Mm-hmm. And so I, I take the half a pill and I'm feeling pretty good. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then, uh, shit goes wrong. I get up at four in the morning and my stomach is in a knot. I've never felt such pain in my stomach. I'm like, oh my God, something serious is going on. And then whoosh, I am just every 15 minutes. I, for, for like almost eight hours straight, I'm just whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And it's, and I didn't take any, I just took that half a thing, which basically lasted like 14 hours but then once it wore off it was it was even worse because all i was doing was postponing the inevitable so instead of me getting better in a day by just letting nature take its course i take this stupid pill and it almost it just it was horrible so then i gotta live through it all over again because now i've now i've put more food in my body because it had me fooled into thinking i was better when i wasn't my body was trying to expel something out of me. Poison. And Imodium just pour, kept it in there. Kept it in there. So it's like a giant, you, like a giant butt plug. So then I end up taking like an additional sick day that like, you didn't get it? paid for. I didn't even get paid for because I got no sick days left. Aww, I feel so, sorry for you. So yeah, screw you, Imodium. I'm never taking you again. That's crap. You say that now, but if it's not, if it's not um, food poisoning. You'll yeah, be much, you'll be super thankful for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I guess so. But I mean, and I and I knew this was food poisoning, but I I don't know anything about these diarrhea pills. I've never taken anything in my life for diarrhea. That's true. You don't. I even, just let her rip. That's right. But someone said, "Just take some Imodium. You'd be better." So I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll take some Imodium." So and I went. So I go and spend like twenty bucks on 
12 pills Could or something stupid. Could have asked me. I, I literally carry Imodium with me everywhere. Well, I didn't know that. So. I'm like a dealer. I got some in my pocket right now. So I'm like, I take the, and as I say, if I would have taken two of them, what the hell would have happened? I'd be, I'd be. You would have exploded. I would have, my gut would have been, I mean, I don't know, think my gut could have handled it. Oh, no. Taking a half of it. And I was, because it said, you know, you need to hydrate because it's, yeah, yeah. I was like drinking water like yeah, yeah. you wouldn't believe. Like I must have, I must have downed six liters of water. And I never peed. I'm like, where the hell is this water going? Actually, you know what would it would have been like? It would have been like the movie Night Swim, yeah. where that stuff came out her nose. Ah. It, that's exactly what it would have looked like. There you go. Which kind of is just helps us to wrap up this whole session with, you know, Night Swim affects us all. Uh, okay, let's do that. Rage, subside. Pulse, slowing. Anger, fading. Whoa, I haven't heard this music forever. I don't even know what it is. What is this music? This is The Lists. What? Yeah, I haven't heard this for so long. It's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. It's the super duper crazy. So uh, if you go to our website, filmrageyyc.com, you will find a bunch of pages. One of them is called The Lists. And on it, we have five lists, which are mesmerized... Repulsive, doubted, undoubted, and once mesmerizing, but no longer. And who removed them? So, uh, yeah, we saw a bunch of movies in the last little while. I've got a couple, couple things I want to throw out there. So one in particular, because I believe it's now the eighth movie, okay. and I know we probably talked about him it sometime is, is, in the last four years. It is his eighth years. movie. Yeah. So I've, I've said he's been, he should have been on deck for like ever. Like I. I can't yeah. get enough of this guy. Yeah. Everything he puts out is genius. Now, having said that, I don't think either of us have seen the, the his first two movies, but so I guess we who should, is that we're talking about? We should tell people what, who we're talking about. That would be uh, Yorgos Lanthimos. Yes. And uh, so just so people know, his filmography as a director, his last movie was Poor Things. Which was Mondo. Which was Mondo. From both of us. Um, prior to that, it was the favorite, which was Mondo. Mondo. Killing of a Sacred Deer, which is Mondo. Super Mondo. Super Mondo. Uh, the Lobster, also Super Mondo. Super Mondo. Uh, Alps. Mondo. Which is, oh, um, yeah, that one doesn't count. Future uh, Venice 70, no. Future Reloaded. It's on there, but it's not real. No. Um, Dogtooth, which is also Super Mondo. Super duper Mondo. That's actually the first movie I've seen of his at the film festival, and it's it so, it's so brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then the two that I don't think we've seen I is Kaneta. Yeah, Kaneta. And My Best Friend. So there's some pressure there because one of them has to be Mondo. That's right. And neither of them can obviously be a rage. But That's right. We need one out of two to be Mondo. And yeah. Maybe, to, I mean, these were his first two movies, maybe, you know, every uh, now and then. Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but I mean, the, at least he's got he's six got going. Record. He's got six going yeah, for him. He's in, inevitably, he will be undoubted, but uh, I think we need to watch a couple of movies, I guess. And, and he's, you know what? He has three things in production right now. What? Yeah. So, I mean, he hasn't put a movie out in a while. Mm-hmm. And he's got um, the Hawkline monster, the man in the Rockefeller suit, and kinds of kindness. Hmm. So interesting. Even if he doesn't make it from the first two, then yeah, I, I can't imagine us keeping him off this list for too yeah. too long. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm interested to see. Yeah. Uh, so we are going to watch. It won't be this week, but maybe one yeah, of them. We'll, Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll see. Do. We'll we'll give you updates. But yep. yeah, he's. Definitely on deck, and I'll be shocked if one of those isn't Mondo. Yeah, I would. I would be too. I mean, they don't have high ratings on IMDb, but that's not they, we've that, we've yeah. that doesn't mean anything to us. Yeah. Um. Okay. So they also don't have low ratings on IMDb, do they? Uh. Yeah, they have low ratings on IMDb. They're over five, aren't they? <gasps> no, they start at one or zero. Actually, there's. <laughs> No, I mean, his those first two movies. Oh no, his no. It was they were both had, over five. No, no, there was one. I think that was three. No, hold on. You are not right. Okay, I'm probably wrong. You know what? Oh, you want me to know now? If I yeah, well, you know. All right. So nice. Kaneta was four point seven. Okay, well that's five. And five point two for <laughs> my best friend, but his short. 
Yeah. I know it's not a feature. No, what the hell is, what are we talking about? But his short got a 3.7. I don't so. care about his short. Okay, well, maybe you do, because maybe it's bad, and it's a good thing it wasn't a feature. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to be seeing two of his movies, and we'll let you all know whether or not he is now officially undoubted, hopefully as soon or, as possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's the second one at least is, is meh, because then his, you know, he makes one more Mondo and he's on. Yeah. But maybe they'll both be Mondo. We don't know. Yeah, we don't. We don't I, know nothing. I don't even know if we can find these. Quit trying we'll to do protect. our best. We'll we'll try hard. Um, hey, what else you got? So the other thing I I got, which um, after seeing poor things and in my thought process uh-huh. of of her because she's actually still undoubted, uh-huh. and that's uh-huh. Emma. Yeah, it's a, 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 every time you say that Emma Stone's undoubted, I'm like, really? And yeah, I'm like, okay. she still then is. Then you look at her movie and you're like, okay, yeah. She's undoubted. Yeah. A, she's undoubted. And B, I'm putting her up for mesmerizing. Wow. Mesmerizing. Yes. So uh, she she may be one of our only double, double duty disco cuties. Mesmerizing. Well, she definitely was mesmerizing as... Bella Baxter. Yep. I'm just trying to think. She was pretty mesmerizing in Cruella. Yeah, she was. Yep. In Zombieland, I think she took everybody out. Uh, Yeah, I'd agree. Yep. Uh, The favorite? (laughs) Do you think Olivia Coleman was better? We might have to rewatch it. Wouldn't that be terrible? I think I might have to watch that before making that judgment. I don't I don't think she is more mesmerizing than Olivia Coleman. Well, if she does, you know what? You know what? If we put her on today, oh. maybe that's what we have to watch for next week. <laughs> <laughs> because it's Olivia Coleman put, versus... Put her on and then do a mesmerize off immediately? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm, I wouldn't mind watching The Favorite again. Yeah. Neither would I. Okay, done. She's done. mesmerizing. She's mesmerizing oh, at least for way, one week. Like, uh, why don't we watch The Favorite? Have a mesmerized <laughs> off. Olivia <laughs> Coleman versus Emma Stone. What do you think? <laughs> I think that's a great idea. All right, let's do it. Okay, she is she <laughs> Officially is undoubted until further notice. All right. All right. I love it. No, mesmerizing. Yeah, she's undoubted too. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's still... Yeah, she's, she's got no <laughs> chance of being off the undoubted list at this point. <laughs> I know. You're confusing me. It's the worst. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. You know what? We're talking about Emma Stone. Uh, Soon to be hope. Well, I don't know. I don't want to hope it because I do love Olivia Coleman too. So. Hmm. All right. That's all I got this week. You got anything? I know you wanted to get a repulsive off, but I don't. I don't think you were successful. No, I was trying my best. Yeah. I was hoping that somebody starting a movie with Hayden Christensen, but. Apparently, no, we, nobody I mean, else that's repulsive. Jordana Brewster did, and I don't know why she's not on the list. But Yeah. But apparently, probably Murray. Probably. I, I, Murray. I'm sure I brought her forward. <laughs> but, yeah, Murray. Oh, Kai, who else did we see? Oh. Murray tends to kibosh a lot of my repulsive. Yeah, well, he's... Because Murray doesn't find he also, anybody repulsive. Yeah, I know. Well, he, no, no, he does. There's a few people in particular. One is your favorite actor. Yeah, so. which makes no sense. <laughs> Well, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm more whatever. on Team Murray no, on that you, one than you on can, Team No, Bryce. you're not, but whatever. It's, it's you can like say that. what you want to say, but it's not true. It's so true. Uh-huh. All right. Well, moving on. Moving on, baby. Moving on from town to town. Oh, oh. Oh, or as I like to call them, Bryce, Murray, and Jim. Because apparently we're in the Christmas season now, and these certainly aren't the three wise men. Last time, the boys, or if you're feeling festive, hoes, pulled the fabulously evil remake of Death Wish from 2018. My own personal thoughts on this film can be summed up in one word. Why? This week, it's all about our big hoe, that Christmas-ruining Grinch, Bryce, and it's his turn to Casey or Dare. Now let's check in on the Christmas hoedown and see if our naughty little elves enjoyed this Bruce Willis pre-Christmas Christmas present, which, unlike Die Hard, is not a Christmas movie. Come on, Bryce. Ho. 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 Hmm. 
Now, in fairness to our listeners, yes, we have been putting off bringing our rage back, and it feels like Christmas here in Calgary because it's minus thirty, and we're covered in snow. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the three of us are hoes. Let's face it. Mm. Film hoes. Mm, sure. <laughs> You won't watch anything for a dollar. I'm not above that comment. Exactly. All right, so what did you think of Mission Impossible? Oh, sorry, no. Mission Kandahar. No, what was this one? Death Wish? This was Death Wish. Five? Yeah. He uh, definitely... Hey, what's going on here? Where'd where'd that audio come from? I don't know. Eh, It was me. (laughs) So... (laughs) I'm actually watching the trailer of the first Death Wish for some reason. I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm trying to figure out why they even called this Death Wish. Because now that I'm watching the trailer of the first one. Was he a doctor in the first one? This actually makes... No sense? Well, no. He wasn't a doctor in the first one. He was an architect. And, uh, I mean, I guess it's got this, a similar setup. But, like, why did they make him a surgeon this time? What was... What was that about? I don't know. I've got something to say about that. Anyways, uh, yeah, this was unnecessary. It's another remake where I don't understand why they did it. Um, I don't have any fond memories of like the original Death Wish or anything. I, I barely remember it. I remember not hating it. But this one just... It has some moments. I will... I will say kudos to Eli Roth for at least giving us a couple of good kill scenes and a little bit of gore that was kind of enjoyable. But at the end of the day, Bruce Willis is just, just sleepwalks through this thing. And it is just not good. And there, 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 there is one scene where it's like, why would you even write a scene like this? It's just lazy. They, they have this little scuffle and Bruce Willis is about to get killed by this guy. And magically, a bowling ball rolls off of a shelf and bonks <laughs> the guy on the head. What is this? A Looney Tunes cartoon? It was. Like, that's what I felt. What the hell is going on? And it doesn't fit the movie at all. Like, I am just baffled at the laziness of this film. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a rage. Um, everything everything about it was was not great. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but that doesn't make it any good. That's right. <laughs> and as I say, I just watched the trailer of Death Wish, and it kind of brought it back a little bit. And Death Wish had something. This one just didn't. It, it did. had Daddy Bronson in it. Yeah, and as I say, I I was just Bruce Willis. Just he, I, it's like. He did not care. He just didn't care. Oh, I've got know. something to say about that, too. So, anyways, this was a rage. Kudos to to uh, Casey, Casey. For, for, for bringing the rage one more time. I hated this movie. He, um, he, he does, but not as much as I thought I would, but that doesn't make it even a meh. It <laughs> still right. makes it a rage. It's still awful. It's still awful. But, I, you know, I, did, I forgot that Eli Roth directed this. I was like, what? Why? Well, that's like, exa- that's exactly like, what Casey said. He like, said, why? Yeah, why on so many levels? Why Eli Roth? Why remake this? Why, why Bruce Willis, Willis is, was, in is in it? You know, it's like, it's one of those weird, like Eli Roth, I don't think he's ever like just, he, that's the first thing he's ever just remade, isn't it? I'm not, I don't think he's. I don't know. I'm not a huge just, Eli Roth fan. It was kind of, and it was kind of a weird, I don't, I don't hate him. Well, I don't hate him. I'm just not a huge fan. Yeah, but this was just not good. It was weird. It's it's like these directors every now and then just start make a movie with Bruce Willis just for the experience. I know Kevin Smith wrote all his own movies until he decided to make Cop Out with Bruce Willis. What is it about Bruce Willis that makes you want to make a crap movie? Maybe Bruce Willis is the nicest person you'll ever meet. I hear he's a dick on set. Really? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I hear. Well, he's not really a dick per, as per se, but he doesn't really show up on time. And he kind of, he's like, whatever, you know, we'll get to it when we get to it. And, you know, the director's trying to, like, do stuff. Move and, things along. And, you know, I guess early on, Kevin Smith had to be 
uh, kind of explained that, you know, Bruce does things at Bruce's pace and we just go with it. It's like, no, you're making a movie, man. You got to have things You know, lined people up. see Die Hard and, and think, yo, you know, if he, you're was, shooting he was a the Die Hard yeah, If you're shooting a film outside and it's during the day and, the, you know, by the time you get to shoot it, it's night, that's a problem. Because <laughs> be Bruce problem. wasn't ready. Bruce wanted to play poker or eat some corn chips and masturbate or whatever he was whatever doing. Whatever he was doing. And it's like, moonlight come on, man. or moonlight. He was in the moonlighting, wasn't he? With yes. Sybil That's why I said that. Oh, that was, a, that was a terrible TV show. Just terrible. That's right. Now, would you want to hear what I thought of? I don't know. I just felt like I might have been rambling on you, a little yeah, bit you, there. <laughs> yeah, well, you got sucked into the Bruce Willis cavern. Yeah. So it's funny good. how you mentioned yes. the first thing. Well, one of the first things you mentioned about him being a surgeon. So my first comment is, is a surgeon. Uh-huh. Bruce Willis is a surgeon, yeah, the ter- which is somehow important. And I'm thinking maybe because mm-hmm. that makes him rich enough to steal from, I guess. Maybe. You know, because you got to have a uh, an actual character that has money for people to want to steal from them, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And for the first 40 minutes of this film, Bruce Willis, even after his family is killed, shows as much range and emotion as a soap dish. Mm. And then it continues through the entire movie. Yeah. The scene where the bad guys break into his house to rob Willis's family and ultimately kill his wife and wound his daughter. Yeah, they foreshadow something in there. Yeah. And it it doesn't ever pay off. No. And it's just weird. And... I thought that scene was done okay. Yeah. That was the only scene I thought was okay. Was but otherwise, this movie is dull. And along the way of the dullness, there was some kind of subplot message I wasn't even sure about. Like, maybe being rich is bad, or maybe that Bruce Willis started picking terrible films right at this point in his career. Oh, before, but before then, this. But then I, I looked at earlier, and no, he started a long yeah. time before this <laughs> I didn't have to look. Yeah, well, I just wanted to make sure. Maybe that was the point. I kept looking at the clock to see how much longer this was going to be before it ended or something happened. The whole time I'm watching this movie, not... A bowling ball fell off a shelf. Yeah, well, that that is something. (laughs) Uh, The whole time I'm watching this, though, I'm not sure about what is actually happening or what Willis's thoughts or processes were through this entire film. Mm. But as his daughter is in a coma, he's wandering the streets for God knows what reason when his supposed love of his life, his daughter, is in a coma and everybody else who knows her spends time reading to her because, you know, it's somewhat important to help her heal. But no, he's roaming the streets and shopping for guys with random people to also watch his daughter, which made absolutely no sense. As a as a parent, mm-hmm. if if I was not working because I'm traumatized, which you didn't get that opinion from Bruce Willis's acting, no, and you and you're and you're watching this and you're going like, okay, what would you what should you be doing? Probably sitting with your daughter and reading to her, or being by her side to make sure that you're there when she wakes up from her coma. Mm-hmm. But no, 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 no. He was just out wandering the streets for no apparent reason. Yeah. This film goes from boring to murder-hungry with no real development for Willis's character. He was boring. The movie was boring. The story made no sense and was also boring. And at what point was he going to spend any time with his daughter in the coma? Did I mention his daughter was in a coma? You did. Yeah. That pissed me off the whole time. All right. Because it's supposed to be valuable for her healing process. But it was a good thing he'd rather roam the streets and with a month or so can take out gangs and bad guys with surgical accuracy. Yes. So that's the reason well, he, he watched, why he, he was watched, a surgeon. He watched some YouTube videos. too. Yeah, that's right. He watched some YouTube videos yeah. and a he was a surgeon them. because he could with precision, yes. like a surgeon, yes. make this movie so awful that it was a rage. Oh, well, there you That's go. why he his surgeons are precise, and he was precisely making me rage. So, That's the reason he was a surgeon. So when they had the whole scene where they broke in and they killed the mom and yeah. whatever, yeah, 
and she takes off the, the the mask and they make this big deal about her seeing his face. Yeah. Like a huge deal out of it. Yeah, yeah. And then when she they, sees and him then in the she's elevator. in a coma and apparently like with no police protection, with nobody around her except for her her friend comes and reads to her every now and then, I guess. Yeah. But her father's never there. No, no. So she's just laying there. This is the person that can identify you. You're obviously a killer. Yeah. Why aren't you going and killing her? He even goes to the hospital. Doesn't even doesn't even bother. Like this makes no sense. Why did you That's another bit of foreshadowing that just doesn't pay off in any way. Like it made no I'm I'm waiting the whole movie for them to go after the daughter because the I was daughter waiting for can Michael, ID them all. I was waiting for my, Michael Myers in the hospital. I yes. thought evil died tonight. That's what I thought. Nothing made sense. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't know why that particular thing bugged me more than anything. But the whole time I'm thinking, okay, she's going to come out of the coma at some point. So she can identify you. Go take care of her. You know what it is? Eli Roth and his red herrings. You know how he likes to throw red herrings in there? Mm, is that what it is? But this one was just terrible, like this movie. Yeah, it was awful. I did not like it. Actually, more I think about it, it wasn't it, it wasn't even as good as I've made it sound. <laughs> It's because awful. it's terrible. It's terrible. All right. Now you get to choose either to Dare or Casey. What are you choosing? Choose, choose, choose. I'll choose. La, la, la. I'm a glutton for punishment. Give me Casey. All right. Here you go. There's some goodies in there. I haven't watched enough really bad movies Yeah, lately. we watched a bunch of good movies over yeah. the holiday season. I mean, there was a, there was a couple that were We did awful. see Night Swim. Remember yeah, we that? We saw Night Swim. We saw Aquaman. Yeah. we saw. Oh, my God. We saw Aquaman. Which, which bumped somebody out of my top five worst of the my top five rages. All right. What did we get? <sighs> uh, another freaking ghost movie. Oh, for crying out loud. Fortunately, it's not ghost, though. So there's, that's good. Although Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg's good Whoopi in Bo- it. Whoopi Goldberg's actually almost worth watching that for. Yeah, exactly. I could watch Whoopi and most things. Yeah, up, but up what in, ghost movie are we watching? Up until she started making ridiculous comedies again. She started with ridiculous comedies and then she ended with ridiculous. But in the middle, you know, she we had did the color, the color purple. purple yeah. yeah, she did Ghost. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I am going to be watching. I seem to be rambling a lot today. You are you're like you just fucking get to the point. <laughs> what do you see? <laughs> well, sir, I am seeing a ghost movie from 1999. Yes. And that movie's name is Ghost Story. No, not Ghost, ghost Story. Hunters. No. Is it got the word ghost in it? No, it does not. But it is a very basic name for something that's a ghost story. All right. What is it? It is The Yes Haunting. Oh. From not the original. Oh, 1999. Oh, yeah, that's really bad. I feel sorry for you. 1999. I don't even remember this. Who? Who's in? What? What is the haunting? What's going on here? Uh, I don't. I don't even. It's know really what's bad. Going. You're gonna enjoy it. The haunting. Oh, Liam Neeson and Catherine Zeta Jones are in it. Every, anytime I see the name Catherine Zeta Jones, that almost tells the story all that's by its lonesome. <laughs> oh, and Jan de Bont directed it. All nice. right. Excellent. Okay, well, oh, Owen Wilson's in it. He's adorable. Yeah, it's going to be a winner, winner, winner. And Lily Taylor's in it. And Bruce Dern is in it. Oh, my God. I still want to watch this. All right. Okay, no, seriously. If you get over Liam Neeson, eh, he he wasn't making stupid garbage movies by this time. Uh uh You can get past Catherine Uh Uh Zeta-Jones. You got Uh got Uh Owen Wilson. Uh Uh You got Lily Taylor, Uh who I adore. Do you remember remember Owen Wilson was in Haunted Mansion? You got Bruce Dern. Yep. You got Virginia Madsen. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, come on. How Sounds like a recipe not? for fantastic. It does sound like a recipe well, for fantastic. Well, I'm going to say good luck. and I am looking forward to this. I don't remember it. I know I've seen it. I know I remember it. I don't remember it at all. Well, good. I'm, you're in for a treat. I think I might be. <laughs> I think I might be. Why are you giving me the wrap it up sign? <laughs> you're just like one big ramble whore tonight. You're not only just a hoe, you're a fucking ramble hoe. Ah, whatever. Ramble alone. I just got stuff to say. Ramble, 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 my dog. Don't try and silence me, Jim. <laughs> oh, thanks, Rangers, for this. Thanks to the extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer. 
for the voice of Rage Our Damn. We are so glad to have Casey back. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Rubbable and Public. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, or send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do... Please, 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 pretty, please, 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 make us a rage. That's it for this week. A rage on. Rage on.